Good evening, GGL. Welcome to another edition of the Mac, Halloween edition. Uh, nicely done there, Mac. Little, getting a little festive uh, as we... Uh, Trying a little bit. Get rolling into Halloween week. But yeah, got a got a jam-packed show. Got a guest on, got some uh, bus steals to look at. So uh, uh, to recap a really important uh, week seven. So let's jump right into it. Yeah. All right, first game up, Logan versus Carter. I, uh, well, what are your thoughts on this first? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious we kind of uh, have been t- talking about on this show, and we got some flack for about how his team uh, was not very, very good, and he has dropped now another game. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, pretty obvious that uh, his team lacked depth, and, it's starting to rear its ugly head as injuries and buys come in. On the other hand, uh, Logan, uh, another big win for him. Um, Seth is just showing that uh, he drafted a great team, and Logan has grades to improve that team. And, uh, yeah, big win for Logan. What thoughts? Well, I've, I took a little deeper dive into old uh, Carter's team after last week. I'm, I'm sitting here trying to – I thought I liked his team there for a little bit, and then I, I really wasn't taking a look at his bench, and it is bad. <laughs> I think he's got what we got. He's got four running backs just sitting on his bench, three running backs and two wide receivers sitting on his bench, and everyone, uh, I mean, besides uh, Goddard was on a bye, but besides that, zero points, <laughs> basically. It and- just doesn't look good. And I uh, did not include Derek Carr on my on my bust list, but now that I'm looking at numbers, I mean, it's been bad. 17, 22, 25, 11, 23, and 15. Those, uh, per week, he's ranked currently as quarterback 17. And uh, although Carter has not physically killed Derek Carr like he likes to do to his quarterbacks in years past, he seems like he's killed hit the, the preseason buzz that was MVP Derek Carr. Um, I think there were some people that thought he was going to have a breakout year. So, yeah, unless Derek Carr uh, can pull it out uh, or Carter makes a bunch of good moves, um, he might be looking in. And then on the flip side, uh, Geno Smith uh, and, uh, you know, uh, the rest of Logan's team has kind of come out and, and had a strong start to the season so uh deandre hopkins was felt right away so yeah i think logan's in the in one of the driver's seats in the east division uh i think so too but also i'm looking i looked a little deeper into his upcoming schedule looks like week 11 is going to be really tough for him he's got he's playing josiah but he's also got geno smith on a bye trevor lawrence on a bye tyreek hill on a bye leonard fournette on a bye and mike oh. evans all on a bye for week 11 so in two weeks it's gonna be a tough <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. a tough little match up there <laughs> and that could be for them seed um as uh josiah and walt and logan are the, you know the top three teams in the east i could decide some 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 buys there so that'll be interesting uh as we move yeah next game up oh go back one uh, jet into the realm versus uh Eddie here. <laughs> Walter back. Yeah. I don't know. 
I get it. I understand the buys. Yeah. I understand the buys. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That's tough, but uh, but we got through the week. Uh, Unfortunately, a big loss to Eddie here. Um, 64-93. Another strong East game. The East is looking very strong. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Missing a lot of key people, but the upside, uh, basically all of his his, uh, buys have passed, so he does have a little reprieve there. So he'll be he should be looking a little bit better. Um, yep. Moving forward. Yeah, we talked a little bit about this 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 weekend when I was with Walt, and Justin, of course, disagreed. Uh, it's probably why he's one and five or whatever the hell his record is. But uh, Walt, that in, in some ways, it's not a bad strategy to have all your buys happen on the same week. You lose one week, but then you have the advantage over the rest of the the. I. I I don't think we'll purposely drafted that way. I had a few guys on the same team uh, that had the same buy. So hey, you look at Walt and you say, well, he lost this week. But another way you mentioned someone like have some buys coming up on the flip side. Walt is going to have his strongest line handful of weeks. So I think that's a pretty big advantage. Uh, so that plays out. But I, I, I am interested to see if Walt can take advantage of the next few weeks as he fights for that top that top seed in the uh, east yeah that's that's i it is not a bad uh, like you said i don't know if he planned it that way but uh we'll ask him here in a second yeah. but besides that uh no i I, th- I think that worked out really well unfortunately yep. eddie you know matt ryan's going down yeah <laughs> um <laughs> bad shot of his lineup in the group chat for this week and it's it's rough but uh Eddie had to get this win. I again, I I don't think he's many uh, aspirations off. So I don't think that's going to happen. But he is just trying to keep between himself and and Justin and, and Kyle for the show. So he needed the win. He got got the win, and and he kind of uh, the advantage of having uh, Walt on buys to to get a much needed win. So absolutely. Um... Moving on to the next one here. Me versus uh, Kyle. Uh, there's not much to say. It was I had some guys out on by um, K- Kyle. He's it's tough. Um, it's not looking good. But uh, I did get some questions from him or some trade offers this morning from him. So he is looking to better um, his team right now. So I am. I'm looking forward to that because right now he's got Andy Dalton and uh, Jared Goff as his two quarterbacks really to rely on uh, for his second spot without Dak. But uh, I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll talk about Kyle's team in a second, but I'll I'll start with you, obviously, with a big win. Uh, You know, we you had some of your key guys finally kind of step up and, uh, you know, you got to win, which keeps you firmly out of the shadow realm and, and, and moves you into a spot where uh, you're, you're fighting for that third or maybe even second, the West. So big win for you. Um, and I think you're you're hoping Aaron Rodgers finally figures it out, because if he does, I think your team, uh, you know, could do some nice things with some of the depth you have at other positions. Now, on to Kyle, I know he's had a lot of injuries, but I, as I was going through the busts and the um, steals of the draft, 
it was I know Kyle's had some injury luck, but looking at his draft, I think there's a little bit of mismanage going on. He so drafted Debo Samuel overall pick, traded him away. And I think Debo is is a good enough player to you know you, you could view that as it's kind of tough. He gets Dak Prescott back round pick. His third round pick was Barkley, really good pick. Round pick was Trey Lance, obviously injury. Um, but also a risky a risky pick with a safer quarterback, and obviously you can't predict injuries. Um, and then his fifth round pick, Marquise Brown. Again, that control injury, so that's a very tough one. But he also got the benefit from Brown of having uh uh you know uh, uh out. Um, but really where it gets interesting is I'm gonna go a little bit further down. Kyle drafted Walker from the Seahawks. He just would have held on to him and, and, tr- and obviously fault of the carries early on, but Kyle could have had him as well. He could have had Barkley if Hall was healthy and was the same team. Um, so I did think that was interesting. And he also drafted James Robinson, which I don't know if he did or how that happened, but again, they're a really good running back that's now going to the Jets. So if Kyle would have just we've talked about this a little bit, it's Sometimes making it just to make a trade can hurt you. Now he, he's in a spot where he has to trade. But he wants to go look down the draft uh, history of this year. You look at Kyle's draft. He had a really, really solid draft. And some some trades and some unfortunate drops have put him in this spot. So, you know, as much as the draft matters, it also can uh, change. Tough one for Kyle. But like I said, if anybody's interested, go look at Kyle's draftly on paper had one of the better drafts you'll see and you can see it too i i just updated our um our uh projection board here and from where we drafted to where we were he's up he was up there but also him having hall go down is definitely a little game changer there for him now trying to scramble for a second running back yep it's gonna be uh pretty tough there if he would have kept james robinson i don't think he has james robinson anymore right I don't think he does either, no. Yeah, he doesn't. So next game up. Yeah, that's it's it's a tough one for sure. But next game up, the Moose Man versus uh Teddy. This was a yeah. uh this was a good game. Yeah, another Monday night. I wouldn't really call it a miracle, but another Monday night come from behind win. Uh Justin Fields did enough and then the Bears defense um was kind of a little nervous that they would actually go Maybe not negative, but they get enough points where Fields was going to have to. But thankfully, uh, they, they did their and uh, made the Patriots look pretty bad. But yeah, I uh, did not perform very well this week. Lucky to find a way to get a win. I'll take it. I'll run with it. Um, very happy to be four and three. I don't think my team has all played their best. On the flip side, Teddy. Uh, um, again, he, he, he found a way to, to four and two and, uh, he had a good team, uh, I should say, but we kind of talked about it last week. His team wasn't scoring a whole lot of points and caught up to him this week. So, so he's in a spot where then hurts off a bye that should help, but Teddy, um, not a big, big guy, but it would be, it'll be very interesting to see. He's been very active in the waiver, but not the trades. So maybe he'll start to maybe try to make a move because he's kind of in 
need for a vamp from his roster. But I will say Christian McCaffrey, you got to expect him to be uh, in five points moving forward. And then Keenan Allen, the injury, if he can get, you know, I, I, I think there's some uh, submissions for Teddy moving forward. But he, he also, last thing I'll say about Teddy, he rosters backs from the same team. Christian McCaffrey now, he has <laughs> yeah. Junior, and he has Eliza Mitchell. So roster construction-wise, you might have those two guys as a handcuff, but uh, or hell, I mean, maybe even you, you play two of them if you absolutely have to. But yeah, that'll be interesting moving forward there. Yeah, kind of see where how uh, old Kyle's going to handle that, uh, having uh, Christian McCaffrey coming in. Yeah, that's the only thing I was going to say was about Keenan Allen. Uh, you know, being having him back is going to really, I think, try to up it there. It's going to actually get Justin Herbert probably some more points. Luckily for Eddie, but uh, I think that's going to be a, a nice little addition there. Yeah, we we say it's a wide, or at least some do it. And you know, Ayuk actually pretty good. Deontay Johnson's been average at best, but Keenan Allen's kind of the guy that Teddy drafted to be his number one. So. Yeah, Teddy, Teddy's been able to find a way. He's still sitting pretty in the West. So hopefully or for him, if he gets a healthy team, he'll get the, the ship uh, back going the right way. So, Yeah. Next up, Josiah versus Justin. The game, the best game of the week. Just a dominant performance uh, by both of the teams there. But. Yeah, Josiah seems scary, I'm not going to lie, because of Joey Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Like, when those two guys are playing, I mean, he got 51 points out of Burrow and Mahomes. And really, you can you you, you can count on maybe not that high of production, but you can count on close to 70 to 80 points out of those two players right lane. Um, and then Nick Chubb is the, I believe, I was, again, looking at some things to leave Nick Chubb. Chubb is the highest point scorer and quarterback right now in our league, based on our league settings. Um, so he then has two of the top quarterbacks and the top overall player for most points this year. He's just got to find out. He's got to find receivers. If he does, he is a scary, scary player moving forward uh, with those two quarterbacks. Um, and he does have Michael Thomas, who can't stay healthy. So healthy, he could do some things with that. Um, he's got Robbie Anderson I'm, banging. Uh, yep. He's got Robbie Anderson banging hookers in the parking lot. <laughs> yep. Hunter Renfro. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, his 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 receivers are what will hold them back if if something does happen. As far as not, I mean, I think he's gonna make the playoffs. He's gonna be a top seed in in the West or the, excuse me, the East. Um, on the flip side, I I gotta say Justin is just decided. I guess to just bunk bunker in hold Pat, not make any trades, and he's going to get shell around. I, I know he scored 139 points, but that's the that's the key is he scored 139 points because he was forced to actually play someone other than Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford. He played Daniel Jones, who gets 32 points. And, again, he can say I'm, I'm not someone you want to trade with, but I texted him last week, what do you want for Matt, Matthew Stafford? And he just did So if he would have – if he would have responded, I would have probably given him Justin Fields, maybe a wide receiver who he could have played over Court and Sutton, and who knows. Um, but is in a, a very tough spot moving forward. Obviously, well, he also Kyle decided. 
he also decided to, to bench Judy and instead start two. He had two Denver uh, wide receivers, right. and now he switched to two Kansas City wide receivers. Yeah. I mean, obviously it worked out for him. I mean, that wouldn't be a bad – I would rather have Patrick Mahomes throwing my two receivers the ball than uh, Russell Wilson or whoever it is right now. Is it uh, Ripon or whatever his name is? He's also rostering two defenses. That makes – like. And it, the defense he's holding on to is the Rams defense, which is ranked as the 17th ranked defense in, in fantasy football in our league. They're averaging 7.2 points. So I guess he figured he couldn't drop that elite defense. So his, his roster doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. He's rostering two tight ends. I don't know. I, I, I just praying for you, Justin. Uh, I know, uh, you're fighting it hard right now with the shadow round coming, but man, I, I hope you uh, hope you can figure something out. But we'll see. Uh, I did see too on Josiah for Week Nine. He has Chubb, Zeke, and Chase Claypool, who's really not even been anything there, but they're all going to be on a bye for next mm. week. So that's going to be hopefully Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow can throw for so yeah. many yards because uh, yeah, <laughs> because yeah, it's going to be it. going to be tough. And then our game of the week that we picked was Mitchell versus Bill. Close I one. I kind of like that. Yeah, I liked that that was the uh, the pick of the week. Uh, unfortunately for Bill, he did go down. Uh, but just another barn burner here. A great game of the week. Yeah. Somehow yeah. Mitchell did it without setting his lineup. Yeah, Mi- Mitchell has got some weird juju going on over there. Doing some really things with his quarterback. I, I don't get why he's decided to to, to make like I, I'm not playing, but I don't know why he decided to keep uh, as his quarterback. Um, but man, he he has Walker, uh, and that guy looks like the real deal. Um, so I, I think that with the fact that. Uh, you know, he's got Coral Penning back. He's got two pretty strong running backs. He has to figure out his quarterback position. Um, maybe he'll make a trade. But, uh, I don't think in this type of style of league, as although Mitchell's rolling, right, I don't think someone that has BG, Winston, and uh, Russellson uh, as their three quarters can win the league. I mean, it's, it's going to be tough when you go up against the Yeah. And especially in a two quarterback league. It's it's really really yeah. hard, <laughs> but somehow he's doing it. I guess the competition he's playing is playing down to his, uh, yeah, to his. What about Bill? To his strengths, I guess. Bill, I I don't know. Um, <laughs> Looking at his team, he I, does I don't have, know about Bill. He has, he has Etn, who who's gonna you you know would assume uh, obviously get a little bit of a bump with. James Robinson not uh, being on that team anymore. Jonathan Taylor at some point, you'd hope would get better. But again, Bill's another one. I uh, Bill had texted me last week, and I said we were talking about trades, and I said I will give you J- uh, Justin Fields for Chris Godwin straight up. Or actually, no, sorry, he suggested that, and I said let me think about it. I woke up and I said okay, I'll do it. So I offered him a trade Godwin for Fields. Texted him, hey, I just sent you that trade, and then no response. So, you know, this, he could have 
had um, instead of having to see, he would have started Fields and he would have won this matchup. And again, we talk about how important quarterbacks are. Pick up uh, Deshaun Watson, but he's not. Bills not offs if he has to start um, Tua in the next three or four weeks because because Tua's come back down to earth. So uh, again, it's it's a league where quarterbacks are important. So I think Bill's going to have something out for his second because um, Tua is no longer. You know, one of those guys that could be Joey Burrow or Mahomes or Josh Allen and get 40 plus um, on a consistent basis. So I, I definitely think Bill needs to address the quarterback position. Well, yeah, it's it's going to be he's going to literally going to transfer out one Cleveland quarterback for another one who hasn't played football in what, three and a half years. Yep. So it's <laughs> just. I mean, and it's not like, uh, I mean, obviously the, the running game in Cleveland's pretty good, but besides that, he's coming into Amari Cooper being his number one. It's just not going to be a, I mean, hopefully he uses Najoku so I can, well, he has to come back first, but that would help yep. out a lot. But I don't think Jonathan Taylor's what he used to be, what what he was for Bill last year when he rode him, he rode him to the fucking yeah. playoffs, everything um, like that. I just don't... I don't see it, and his wide receivers just aren't doing it. Agreed. And so now we're going into some standings. It's looking pretty even here. Looks like uh, the West might be a little bit better. Yeah. There's uh, basically, I would say there's five teams in the West playoffs uh and then in the east there's really three maybe i guess you could say four if you include carter uh, we've already talked about his team so the, the 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 some 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 better you know the top three teams might be more defined i guess but uh is is, is deeper right now things can change in a hurry um but the way i see it uh yeah walter bach and uh Logan are going to be fighting for that number one. And then in our division, I would say uh, everyone but Kyle is you know, going to be trying to make a run here at the postseason, and uh, it'll be interesting as we move forward. You know, and, and things, yeah, just one game. Change, things can change quickly. I was, I think, maybe in fifth place, like two, maybe three weeks ago. Um, I found a way to, to get up there in one game behind uh, Mitchell, who I play this so, uh, uh, yeah, uh, fun, fun few weeks here as we we are now in the second. I think there's forks in in the regular season, so we are now in the second half of the regular season, and yeah, it's going to be uh, an, an intense race uh, as we get closer and closer to week. Yeah, one one game is really going to decide the West. I mean, one game at a time. So, like, I have Teddy next week or uh, this yeah. week, and so. Moves me to four and four. You beat if you beat Mitchell, you guys are going to be going in tied there. So it's going to be a really tight, little tight race there. In the last standings is obviously, is obviously looking at um, Justin and Kyle. They're in a spot now where Kyle and or Justin, one of those two teams goes goes like on a two game winning streak, three out of four. If one of those two teams does that, the other team themselves and going to get 
battle realm, and we've never had that. So it, it'll be interesting how that transpires because in years two, even three, four, and you could even say maybe five teams that realistically coming down to the last four weeks um, couldn't shut around this year, it's going to be different. I think there's going to be one of those two teams, both of those two teams, um, that will be kind of on their own. And said, if Kyle can, can win three or four games, I don't think Justin can, can match that. So I guess we'll, we'll see, or it could, it could flip on the head and Justin could had a big week last week. Maybe he wins two or three games, but it could be uh, the first year in shadow realm history where there's one obvious guy going to the shadow realm and who know we, we've never had that. I, I'm, I'm scared. Will that guy, you know, cut off all communication. Will he drop all his players? Will he, you know, like it, it it'll be something that after the, I'm sure our, our, our committee has so many plans in place for what could happen. Um, and I'm sure they'll handle it flawlessly, but uh, we will see. I'm so, I'm so sure that they have a plan in place for this Yeah, and how, what kind of punishment would, uh, would come with that. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they probably have that. Um, yeah. Then I was just going to go into our the finals standing projections here. Mm-hmm. I will say now that I was looking at it uh, earlier today, the w- the West is popping up. If you look, we don't have a lot of. I mean, besides Kyle, who again I was telling you, well, was ranked third when he yeah. uh, or fourth at the, when he first drafted his mm-hmm. team, and now he went dropped all the way down to twelfth. So that's that's tough, but. Besides that, we have a lot of people moving in the right direction while the East is going down. You'll notice a lot of red in those areas. Yeah, that's that's a good point. And I'm sure uh I'm sure they they just politely decided to not look at that. Um right. And I actually I did look at the East versus West. We've I think we've played each other like two or two two or three weeks and I and I went through every matchup. It we're five hundred against the the east versus the west so the, like right down the line uh so it's it's very even and i know what the, the, they have some some that have more points for but uh i do think we're deeper but i guess we'll see as we get closer in postseason all right and so did you want to you had a little segment here What do you got for us? Yeah, so I just wanted to kind of go over uh, now that we're halfway through the regular season, kind of go busts and some steals of the draft. Um, now, before I get into it, there's a few things that I kind of made as because I mean, you you could make a list of 20 players for each. So I to in order to kind of more just uh, you know a more, more organized list, all these players. For the busts had to be drafted in the top five rounds. Um, be considered they had to still be on the team in which they were drafted. So if they the uh, the guy them or dropped them or uh, anything like that, they didn't qualify. And then if uh, uh, the player got hurt, I didn't you know if a, like Keenan Apple you know has been hurt the whole year, I got as a bust because he's been hurt. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll get busts um, and. Uh, the the first player that I had on my list uh, went in order of the first round to the second round and then all the way down to the fifth um, is Tom 
uh, drafted by Justin as the second overall, uh, first, sorry, first overall round. Uh, he is currently ranked as quarterback 11, which is, is not, you know, the worst, but he uh, drafted, I think, is the fifth quarterback taken off the board, maybe the fourth quarterback. He was taken, uh, Lamar Jackson. Um, and he's a huge reason why Justin, unfortunately, is, uh, you know, only got one win. So my first boss is Tom Brady. Sorry, Mac, but you, you're, you're going to make the list here next. And it happened right after Tom Brady. And it's, it's, uh, pretty much the same story. It's, it's Rogers. Um, Rogers is even ranked lower than, uh, Tom Brady as far as, uh, per game. Again, I did Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was still on the board. And, uh, you know, it's, it's tough, but, uh, just, I think you would agree, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a reason probably why you're one game rather than being two or three over, but, uh, you know, absolutely. he can still, yeah. What's that? I said, absolutely. Um, if he, he, he had one week, I think he put up 11 points. Yeah. I'm looking at it now he's averaging 16 point points. A game when you take a quarterback in the top two rounds, you're obviously open for 20 plus a game. Um, my next bust is going to be Brandon Cooks. He was taken by uh, in the fifth round. Um, and what you'll notice about players is, in my opinion, sometimes you can say players kind of player uh, or owners reach on them. And Brandon Cooks fits that bill 100%. He took them, I mean, I would say three rounds before anybody else probably would have taken him. I have no idea why he wanted to take him in the fifth round, but he did. Uh, he, went, he took uh, Brandon Cooks, Rank Williams, who's a top five, 10 for sure, close top five receiver. Uh, and he took him even before someone like Amari Cooper, who's I think 10th overall. And again, Cooks comes in as ranked as the 55th receiver. If you look at game per game's totals, it's 8, 5, 11, Two, four. So tough, tough bust there for Eddie. And then along my last bust is DJ Moore. I took DJ Moore uh, like two spots before Eddie in the fifth round. DJ 44th as a receiver. Um, almost unstartable I, for some weeks. Um, obviously, the Panthers offense has been terrible. Now, he bore a touchdown last week. So maybe things, but yeah, DJ Moore is a pick that uh, again I could have had Amari Cooper, uh, Mike Williams. Um, so those are my busts. Now a few guys that didn't make the list because they have been traded or hurt. I have another one, Cam Akers. I took Cam Akers like in the third or fourth round. True bust. Um, so that's another guy that comes to mind. Um, guys that uh, Bill took. Uh, um, uh, Bill took. Uh, uh, Najee Harris in the second round, better, but again, I think Bill could have agreed that he's not lived up to that draft hype. Bill shook them off to qualify anymore. Um, but th yeah, those were my busts. As far as my steal of the draft, similar things had to had to be in place. The player still had to be on the team, couldn't have dropped or traded. And then the other thing is the had to be drafted past the sixth round. Because there are some really good steals, like in the first three or four. Like, uh, Jacobs, I believe, right? Yeah, Josh Jacobs. I mean, that, I think he was in, in the fourth round. That that was a great pick. 
Um, obviously, you know, it's a mind that's a steal. That's helped Logan tremendously as Geno Smith, but Logan did not draft G- – well, not Logan, not draft Geno Smith. <laughs> Again, those, those type of players have been um, – but they were not in the – looked at, which needed to be drafted by the, the player and still be on the team and drafted – so the first steal I had was Chris Olave, drafted by UMAC. He ranks as the 16th receiver, and you got him in the 10th round. So obviously tons of value there. Um, and uh, he's up to that rookie hype. Drafted in the 11th round, my next was Stevenson, running back for the Patriots, drafted by Logan um, in the 11th round. Like I said, he's currently running back eight. Oh, obviously, that's a ton of value to get. And then my last steal, Iers, running back for the Texans in the 13th round. A lot of kickers went before Pierce. Let's put it that way. Um, and he currently ranks his RB12. And that includes weeks where he wasn't the guy quite yet. You know, he was carries, but he wasn't bulk of the touches or all the touches, I should say, like he is now. So... Those were kind of my thoughts. Um, it's always fun to look back at the draft and go. Said there's a lot of players that could fit this category, but all traded. Obviously, good good on those owners that traded away their busts to other people. Uh, but like like I said, you know, the draft for Kyle could have been who uh, I think is a top ten running back on a game basis of games they started, so to speak. But uh, Kyle got rid of him. And, yeah, it's always fun to look back, back at the and reminisce. Yeah, that's not bad. I was, I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say too. Would be Chris Olave for me, but he has ridden the pine most of uh, most of the year for me, except for this past week, and he did give me some points. But uh, yeah, he probably should be starting over T Higgins, to be honest with you. I mean, in, in, uh, you know, a lot of those steals your team depth and and i know it's gonna just continue to show the teams drafted and, and have the right type of players because as we head into five weeks um into these uh injuries the teams that can still find a way to win those ugly you know 91 to 87 you know those are the ugly ones that you look back back at the standings from the previous year and that's a playoff team and it's your first right, and on some and it's what avoids the tra- the shadow round in these long losing streaks. So, yeah, um, would love to know if anybody thinks I missed a uh, steal. You know, send that to uh, uh, to the group. After I'd love to. I'm sure I missed a few, um, and uh, we can always talk about those. All right, so now your uh, lock of the week. Yeah, the lock uh, lost by a lot. Uh, Packers did not only not cover, they lost the game. Um, so I'm back to 3-3 three and three on the year. Serves a Bears fan for trust in uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. But uh, going to jump right back on us, in my opinion, uh, in, in need of a win, and that's the rank. They're getting a point and a half at home. Love this. Uh, becoming off a of bye, McVay's a very – very good coach. I mean, Shanahan is too, but McVay coming off. Matthew Stafford's 
been injured all at least that's what the reports are saying so extra week to rest uh, they will be getting, fired up in a game that they win so uh um getting I'm van jefferson back too yeah no, and, so, I, and i yeah. know i know their is not a huge home field advantage but they get to sleep in their own bed. They get a, you know, they get Ooh, coming off a bye, breaking up a little bit, playing at home. Absolutely. Rams plus one and a half. I don't know what the line currently, um, but this is what it was last week. Uh, sorry, yesterday. So breaking up just a little bit. We'll. Uh, oh, was with I? that? We'll bring on our. We'll bring on our guest, Mister Andrew Walterbach. What's up? Happy to be here. What's up, Walt? Can you hear me? Um, Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, no, you're breaking up a little bit, too. Am I I breaking everything? You sound good on my end, Walt. Is Mac just too high after his pizza or something, or what? Oh, yeah, we lost him. I don't know how that's going to work out if he's the host and can't can get back in. We'll, we'll be able to, to make it work. So, Walt, uh, as uh, you're kind of the conversation that Mac and I were having, but, uh, let's start out with kind of the buy week that you had last week, uh, strategy that you drafted or just kind of fell into. And um, I'm sure it feels pretty good that you in a spot where you basically have a full roster for these next uh, three or four weeks. Yeah, so, I mean, it's definitely not intentional. I'm kind of one of the guys that kind of thinks you're an idiot for doing that. But, like, after having it, it was so nice. Um, but it wasn't intentional. I think what kind of happened was I did some trades uh, with Kyle that I got some guys were all week – was it week seven last week? So yeah. I basically picked up players through, like, waiver wire trade, whatever it was, and, like, it kind of just put me in that circumstance. Like I I was always going to have Minnesota and uh, the Rams the same week. So I was always going to have Dalvin cup and cousins out, but then I obviously have Henderson now and a few other guys that kind of all added to that Devonte Smith. I got from Kyle as well. Um, So it just kind of happened to go that way. So like now, like Travis Kelsey is my only top six player that has a buy and it's this week. So I'm playing Logan, who's, I think, better than – I think he's probably got the best team in the East right now. Um, and I'm still only, like, five or six points behind on, like, projections. So I'm happy with that. And then, like you guys mentioned as well, um, buys are going to start to hit teams pretty hard in the next couple of weeks. Like, two weeks from now, I have Josiah, who he's got a ton and ton of Cowboys out. So it's going to just help me a lot. Nick Chubb's out. So, like – He's got Chubb, Zeke, Pollard, Chase Claypool, like four guys that he would play that aren't going to be in there, which is going to help me, which is nice. And then obviously I'm sure I have other nice matchups to come as a result too. But Absolutely. So I guess uh, obviously you're going to spot it. It seems like uh, the playoffs are definitely uh, on the horizon. Two-part question number one. Is there a team in the West? I know there's a lot of first West back in, you know, smack talk. So one, yeah. is there a team in the in the West who are 
most, I guess, not afraid, but would be your best competitor to make it to the championship. And on the flip side, um, the the East is, seems like it's down to you, Josiah. And, uh, and is that how you see it, or do you think there's you know a chance that Eddie could make a run uh, and sneak into the offs for, for the East? Yeah, I mean, I think what's crazy to see the past few weeks is, like, obviously, I mean, Lamar went off for 27-55-48, and then he's really just been, like, an average guy there on out, which for Carter, like, he needs to have 25-plus point games for him to be competitive. Like, he's 14 versus Buffalo, 15 versus Cincy, 17 versus the Giants, 9 versus the Browns. I think Carter said it, too. He's like, I can't lose – the Browns can't lose a week and Lamar only scores nine points when they play each other. Like, that just has to, right. like, be so demoralizing. So – and, like, you are talking about busts and, like, steals of the draft and, like, anybody who is on Denver and anybody who is on Pittsburgh is just, like, like, what the hell is going on? Like, those are usually, like, teams you can count on one or two top guys being, like, super productive. But, yeah. like, Najee Harris, horrendous. Like – all three of those wide receivers and Steelers, like I wouldn't trust playing any single one of them. Like they're all just super inconsistent. And I'm still like just laughing at like Justin's draft. The fact that like he drafted two doubles, he drafted, <laughs> he drafted, um, Corlin I don't even know Sutton what and Jerry, Sutton Judy. And Jerry <laughs> Judy. He also drafted MVS and Juju Smith Schuster. So like, <laughs> yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. And like, Kansas City's wide receivers aren't like you don't have Tyree Kill there, so like there's not a clear guy. And like, I mean, any given week, somebody could score points. Like Skylar Moore, who's horrendous, could like go off for a week. And like the only person you can really trust is Mahomes and Kelsey at this point for that Kelsey, team. Kelsey, yeah. And I didn't put him on the list because he's been injured, but Julio Jones might be the worst pick of the draft. Drafted Julio Jones like early and just refused to drop him. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Obviously, yeah, Justin, think, what's that? Yeah, I was just saying, and I think another, like, bust of the draft as well is um, a kicker named uh, Cade York. I don't – not for fantasy, <laughs> but for, like, reality. Like, True. that guy sucks. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And, like, then you have to, like, go and buy a jersey. Like, they that's not good They sell Cade York jerseys? In China, they do. Yeah. Man, and it's, like, it's so usually – it's like he always gets like a like a jersey like Baker and Beckham Jr. It's like he's got such a high success rate on jerseys. I can't believe that the pick this year uh, is a reason that they've lost like two games and do. Yeah. So any anybody in the West then uh, that as far as uh, you think uh, you know obviously everyone sucks like all these boys but. Uh, Anybody in particular out of that division that uh, you think has a true chance to uh, take home the trophy this yeah. year? Yeah, so right now, I mean, Bill is in fourth, but, I mean, I really like his team, like Tua, not just because of my Dolphin stand, but, like, when he plays and isn't going uh, scary movie two on us, um, <laughs> he's been putting up some good numbers. But and then he's got ETN, who's obviously the clear lead back now. Jonathan Taylor, like, that's going to be – solid one two and then jefferson godwin waddle so like he's got the combo with tua as well so i, I like bill's team a lot um i don't understand how mitchell's even 
won a game at this point, but he's your division leader, which is crazy. So like if I was in the championship, I would love to play Mitchell. Uh, you can timestamp this, whatever, and we both make it there, <laughs> then I'll probably end up losing. But um, but yeah, I don't understand how that's kind of transpired. And then like your team, Matt, is really good. Obviously, I mean, Josh Allen, he gets you 25 plus a week. You got Damian Pierce, which I have in another league. is just like the steal of the draft. Like he's just been going bananas. So. And then as soon as like Kamara kind of goes back to normal form, CJ or Lamb, like your team's solid. Like the only thing that sucks, I think, is like trying to figure out like I have Gabriel Davis as well. It's like it's tough because like he's got weeks where he does yeah. nothing. And you're like as soon as you bench him, he's going to fucking put up two touchdowns, three touchdowns. You're like, right. oh, I can't bench him again. But then he just like does nothing he's again. Famine. Yeah. Uh, Matt, any, any questions? I, 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 yeah, I got, I got a couple. Yeah, go ahead. You jump in. So there's, there's some uh, owners around the league that have been complaining about the weekly polls. And I just wanted to let you know that I did find a website that has hundreds, hundreds, of just different questions you can ask. It has a whole bunch of answers you can choose from. Didn't want to make yeah. this too hard for you. Uh, just wanted to, just right here, put it right up on the screen for you for right now. You can check it out. I'll Holy send it to you blood. personally. Okay. Yeah, it's just, so, it's tough because like, we've been doing polls for a few years now and you can only ask what the best potluck food <laughs> is so many times before you're just like, what the hell are we doing here? So. Well, I got a little is, flack for not posting a poll last week, but like, I already know it's going to come in two little... weeks. It's going to be like, what's the best Friendsgiving dish? Like, we've done this so many times. Like, I can only ask people what they like in potlucks, like, once or twice. There's a bunch of different questions. They're all kind of, you know, kind of off the wall questions, stuff like that. Uh, but my next question is so, what would be your biggest regret of this season so far? And I'm just hypothetically like the schedule or, you know, <laughs> something along those lines of, yeah, what, you, what you know, your like, biggest regret? you know, like I'm not in the committee, I'm not the commissioner, I'm not anybody. So for me to be the one that's doing all these things and it's a thankless <laughs> job, like the rivalries, they were there last year, the same rivalries we had last year. They never got fixed or ironed out or anything like that. Um, so I'm just posting what's there. I'm just moving literally a schedule. I'm just moving week two to week 10. And then next time it's week two to week 10. So like, there's nothing really crazy happening, um, with that, but yeah, I'm the one that's kind of the scapegoat doing it for free and just as now, a now would, good would you say that is your biggest regret or what would be your biggest regret of the season so far? Uh, my biggest regret is probably getting here on time tonight because you had to go pick up a pizza four <laughs> minutes before the, the show started. So wasn't happy about that. But, yeah, I mean, I don't really have too many regrets so far. Maybe not. I probably shouldn't drop Deshaun Watson to pick up Heineke, especially last week, because now Bill isn't going to drop him. So kind of cucked myself there. But, yeah, I mean, all, like, scheduling – like home field advantage rivalries like i don't give a shit whatsoever so it's just kind of like white noise in the back of my back of my ear so i'm doing yeah, it yeah. i'm just yeah. busting your balls because i honestly to me it doesn't matter uh, i think yeah anytime i'm playing uh in in the west it's just going to be a hard game anyway 
So, I mean, yeah. really, at the end of the day, it, it shouldn't really matter, uh, especially since, you know. Yeah, I mean, the West has got such juggernauts with Mitchell playing <laughs> half his team and still winning every week. Like, God forbid, like, we could have a situation like that. I mean, I gave Eddie a win last week. Like, that's the same scenario. Like, I don't know how you guys lose to Mitchell. Is more like, I don't know, like, that should be your guys' biggest regret is letting that happen. Well, it's probably, yeah, that's, uh, that is up there. You've taken all of the responsibilities as the commissioner so now he has time to look at his team for once and then uh maybe uh that's that but maybe suggestion for next year would be submit like a a text to walt or to mitchell or whoever and just i think my rival is this person uh if it's a matchup it's easy enough you put it down and you say okay matt picked this person and this person picked matt there's not like a for sure matchup, you just kind of go from there and say, you know, I don't know, something like that. Because I, I don't know how the rivals got picked initially. It seems like maybe yeah. a revamp of that would be would be kind of fun or something like that. So, or maybe yeah, it's, we it's, even it's just it's do kind something. of funny. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's kind of funny too. Like um, Carter and Bill were like, we don't know how we're rivals, and yet they just they just talk shit to each other literally all day long. Oh, I know like, that it is. It's funny. just nonstop. It's like I don't understand. Like I don't have anything against Bill. Like, but yet you're just talking shit yeah. about him all day. And same with Bill to Carter. But like, yeah, like new divisions next year will be exciting. Um, we might just swap Logan for Bill. I think that would be a good swap. Uh, keep everything else the same, and I think that would it'd be kind of funny. But, um. But yeah, I'm just kind of looking at the rivals right now. Like, yeah, J Mac and Mac both have Mac in their name, so like that makes sense, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Josiah and Teddy, like those guys hate each other. Uh, Logan and Kyle, yeah. So a lot of a lot of good matchups. Who, who's my rival? Is it you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a big rivalry there. That's but crazy. one thing I did want to mention as well is so like we're obviously. Uh, I think is it week eight now? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So this week is kind of like the pivotal moment where you've already played everybody once in your division. So now you have to like really start paying attention to like your head to heads because that's gonna obviously come into play once it comes to like the seeding and playoffs and yep. all those scenarios. Cause like obviously lost to Logan right now, um, week two or whatever. I have him this week. So if I don't beat him this week, like unless I can have a better record than him overall, like I'm automatically going to be seated under him in some way. So just important. Keep an eye out. But. Well, that's anything else. Cause that's a good segue into our weekly matchups here. No, I, I get a big trade in the works right now. So I'm just hoping no that shit. pans through. I've been looking at my texts nonstop to see if I we got an approval message. So. If it's if Ooh. it's Bill or Logan, probably not. They probably did for like twenty four hours and then trade him for some spot. Yeah, it's it's not him. Uh, I'd say it's somebody that's somewhat desperate, though. You know, like yeah, I got a feeling I know who it is. I, I, yeah, I've been texting yeah, that like, same person, but yeah. uh, if it is the person, yeah, I, I mean, I'll just say one thing, and I'll give a big compliment to Kyle. If it is Kyle, one thing I love uh, trading with Kyle is he is very blunt just like everything else in life so like when he's yeah. on the field he goes if 
like there's no way i'll trade with you i don't know you and like how i can make this work for each other okay at least at least I, but, yeah uh, yeah i was on uh i was facetiming him for the first like 20 minutes of the show just trying to get a deal worked out have a big fucking breaking news scenario like happen on here get called Schefter a bunch like that would be pretty epic <laughs> oh he just texts me no i'm sorry i can't do that but the trade that i, was, I offered him was um he wanted to do cup for saquon and then he i also had to like trade him like two other players which so just like i just can't yeah. do that um and like there's nobody else on your team that would really want so the trade that we were gonna do was uh saquon for Dalvin Cook and Devontae Smith gives him two starters. I lose I lose two starters on my team, but get Saquon out of it, who's obviously top two back this year. So hmm. wasn't he yeah. was thinking about it for an hour or so, but just <laughs> text me he can't do it. So I I tried with him this morning as well for Saquon and it just uh didn't work out. So Yeah. I mean, and like, I'm kinda glad too because Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I'm kind of glad too because I, I would be losing another wide receiver as well, and like my wide receiver depth is like absolute shit right now. So like, I don't have a backup wide receiver to take his place. So I had to pick somebody off free agency right now, which would suck. Yeah. Yep. All right, our Good week time. eight matchups. First off, we got teams Browns versus me. Uh, I like that game. I'm hoping I, I got a couple of things in the works right now. I'm hoping to pull off here, but uh, I think I'm going to be able to get get Teddy, move up, move myself up here into the middle of the pack here. Um, after that, we got Carter versus Justin. I'm sure, that's going to be a real nail biter. And then we got Walt versus uh, Logan. How do you feel about that one, Walt? I don't feel too good. Um... I just picked up the Browns. Is it Harrison Bryant? Some one of the backups, the tight end yeah. that just replaced Njoku. So I'm hoping Brissett just feeds the tight ends like he has been. But yeah, I think it's gonna be a good game. I mean, we're both projected triple digits. Are my scores? I wasn't sure if it showed zero. Yeah, I'm projected zero right now. So this screenshot was from the other day. But yeah, this was yeah. this was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday grab. <laughs> Yeah, just the average. Just you can't have that many roster spots on your team. Like, okay, whatever. But, yeah, Logan. Yeah, it's, I think party. it's one one eighteen to one hundred seven right now. But what was that, Mac? Matt? I said Logan always late to the party about like the whole like wait Walt can't do this. It's like yeah, we talked about this last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I don't understand it. Next up, we have. My shit's frozen. Eddie versus Josiah. Uh, that seems like a pretty easy win. And then yeah. we got yeah. Bill versus Kyle. Kansas City by could cost Josiah. I mean, his team has no depth whatsoever. Worst tandem of wide receivers I've ever seen. So who knows? I mean, I Eddie could win. Someone sent a screenshot of Eddie's team this week. Yeah, it was not me. Good. Eddie's equally as pathetic. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, not looking. It's he's not playing. Looking he's got good. Jamal Williams or whatever is Williams for Detroit, and Swift's going to be starting. So like, he's going to pick yeah. up scraps there. Yeah, just he, a gross, gross team. Just all around gross. 
I'm pretty sure he has. Um, he's got Michael Carter on his bench. Yeah, Michael Carter, who's going to be getting those carries. Yeah, poor management. At least he has that going for him. But uh, next is our game of the week. Moose versus Russell. This is going to be the deciding factor here. Uh, it's good. It could Mitchell could be pulling ahead and really taking the taking the uh, the West by storm here, or we Moose could turn around and uh, tie it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw. Uh, uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I saw Russ was doing high knees on the plane today when everybody was sleeping <laughs> on their way to London. So you got to be a little cautious of that. I mean, four hours of high knees when everybody's sleeping on a mid midday flight to London has got to get you a little psyched for that uh, Jacksonville yeah. game early. Heard he was running sprints up and down the planes. Yeah. yeah. I went ahead and dropped the Bears defense <laughs> this morning and picked up the Jags. That would be a big, the big London game is defense against Russell Wilson, who uh, Mitchell has. I got a few lineup decisions I have to make as far as receiver and second running back. But uh, yeah, I, I uh, to, to your point, I believe I beat Mitchell the first time. I'll double check right now as we're talking. But if that's the truth, then that means if I can this time, I'll have that tiebreaker. Yeah, I. Uh, I could really use this win. And I'll, I'll just throw this out there too. Like Mitchell, Andy Dalton is the starter. If you pay attention to anything, you pay attention to this podcast, you will know to bench Jameis Winston. I know it says 19 points in the screenshot, and maybe you don't listen to anything anybody says, but look at your lineup, please. Well, hey, the the key is he doesn't uh, make the London game, so uh, maybe Wilson be ruled out, and I'll get the zero point. But hey, that's also been his—he's been able to win like that. So maybe that's his strategy: is he plays one injured player yeah. a week, and he's made a deal with the devil. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, it seems like he's all moved in, and he just gave up on fantasy football. Yeah, very weird. He's but, uh, <laughs> has he has he gotten into that? <laughs> maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a bunch of spooky season signs yeah. in the background of his place yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pumpkin pumpkin carvings going on on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Yeah. So with last week Bill going down, we both get a win there. I moved to two and three. God damn, it's tough. You moved to four and one. Uh, but who are we gonna take as our picks? I'm sorry. I'm Moose. I'm taking you. Okay. Yeah, take. You gotta take Matt. I mean, oh, I don't yeah. like that. I almost want to pick against myself now. I don't want all three to be on the same page because I mean, I'm probably gonna fucking lose. But yeah, I'm gonna take myself. Uh, but I'm shelling back in my lineup is a uh, is a uh, and Fields can replicate what he did uh, against the uh, Patriots. But yeah, I'll, I'll take myself to cross my fingers. So we moved to two and three. And so then across the board, Bill takes the loss there. And then Walt will be up there next week. I'm starting to run out of space, so I'm just going to slowly start knocking people off. 
Logan never got a pick in? Yes. No, it's Logan, connection. Logan, uh, Logan didn't have connection. <laughs> Go figure. He was supposed to be on dungeon. one episode, and he didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking about that, too. It's like, he just sent a terrible trade the other day. Like, I'm wondering if he's updating his spreadsheet, like, every single week to, like, know, like, when injuries happen. Like, that's just going to be, like, the biggest pain in the ass process in the world or – or if he's still going off like week two projections and stuff like that. So like, I think he offered somebody that was hurt to Eddie or somebody like that. And just like, it's like, Oh, well, my projection said week seven, he was going to put up this many points, even though he's on IR. But if my guess, it's somewhere in the update, some of them, but not all of <laughs> them. And then he gets this very sheet. That's like, Oh, wait, why is uh ETN stock? So should be like, and then at, it's like, oh, God, I forgot to update that he's now the starter. It's just. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's tough. I got. Um, oh, there's going to be another a wedding coming up here soon, too. What are your chances on Josiah surviving this next one? High, low, in the middle? That should have been a Ooh. full question. That should. Oh, I mean, we're, <laughs> that could be next week. The wedding's not for two or three weeks, I think. So it's perfect. Tough track for him, but uh, you know he's just kept on, you know, trying hopefully, and uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, it was a funny, funny time carrying him out. We, I think it was me, you, and Colton are all walking out with him, and he's just chirping people, and yeah, it was it was a good time. He did make it pretty Sounds late right. though, another twenty minutes, and he would have had some free pizza and might have been able to rally a bit. Like, that's why he blacked out. At the very end, I saw that he only had 20 minutes and some of the chug wine, which I don't know <laughs> if I've ever seen Josiah drink wine before. And then yeah. he was just double fisting and did, carted, uh, carted a few shots with him. And so he, he was a ticking time bomb once those shots went down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a good time. Well, all right, boys. Great show. Good seeing you. Thanks See for you. having me. Boys. Peace yeah. out. Yep.